Hey, sustainable fashion supporter. Welcome to Recloseted Radio, a podcast dedicated to fashion sustainability and equipping you with the knowledge to do better in the world. I'm your host, Selena Ho, and I promise to support you on this journey to right the harmful fashion industry. You ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back. In today's episode, we're going to be chatting about how to ethically and properly dispose of your clothes so that it doesn't end up in our landfills. To start off with this episode, I thought I would chat about Marie Kondo. If you don't know who Marie Kondo is, I like to think of her as the Beyonce of tidying, and really that's what she is. She's the queen of decluttering your space and making sure that everything in your home and your wardrobe, you know, quote unquote, sparks joy. A few years ago, Marie Kondo came out with the book, The Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. Personally, I've read the book and there's concepts in there that I think are really great, like her folding techniques or even how she suggests you arrange your wardrobe. And so there's things like that where I've taken and I've incorporated into my day-to-day life. For her suggestions that work for me, I include it in our handbook, which is called The Recloseted Handbook, Your Sustainable Fashion Guide, which is again our A to Z blueprint on fashion sustainability and becoming a conscious clothing consumer. Her methods that work, I've put into the handbook, and I've also included my tried and true strategies as well, so that you get the best of both worlds in the handbook. But the one thing about Marie Kondo that I will say is that I wish she would talk about where to send the things that no longer spark joy, because she does a really good job at having people get rid of things and declutter things to make room for new things or just make room for space, which is awesome. But she doesn't tell people where to send things, which blows my mind because people are taking action and they're, you know, removing old mementos or clothes that don't fit anymore or homeware that they don't use. But then she doesn't tell them where to send these things or properly dispose of it. So a lot of things are going to the landfills. In January of this year, the Daily Mail of Australia actually reported that a bunch of charities and donation centers begged people to stop bringing stuff because Marie Kondo had just come out with her Netflix series, it had taken over the world, and people were decluttering things that didn't spark joy anymore, and just bringing it to their local donation centers. And these centers just got so much stuff that they had to stop accepting things, which I think is super crazy. So this is why we're talking about this today, because I feel like, again, in the last episode, we chatted about how consumers are buying 70 garments on average a year. And because we're buying more and we're buying, you know, crappier quality, it's not lasting as long. We have this problem where there's so much clothes and we need to figure out how to ethically and properly dispose of it so it doesn't end up rotting in our landfills. And we don't get this problem where donation centers get so much stuff and they don't know what to do with it, so it just ends up going to our garbage. When I asked the recalcitrant community, so you guys, how you get rid of unwanted garments, a good portion of you said you give it to your friends or family members first, which is totally fine, and I actually recommend that. But then with whatever is left over, donations are typically the next step because it is kind of easy, right? Like you put a couple garbage bags together and you just drop it off at your local donation center. In a perfect world, it would go to someone in need and that does make you feel better about yourself. But the heart-crushing reality is typically it doesn't actually go to someone that really needs it because of this Australia problem that we just talked about where donation centers get so much stuff that they don't know what to do with it. 
And to be clear, this isn't just a problem that happens in Australia, it happens all over the world. Typically, donation centers that get too much stuff, they usually do two things. Either one, they send it to a less economically developed country, or two, they just get rid of it somehow by sending it to the landfills or burning it. Let's talk about those two options. So the first one, sending it to a less economically developed country, or LEDC. The problem with that is that this can put local textile manufacturers and the local textile industry out of business because residents there, like why would you pay for a shirt if you can get one for free, right? This is an issue because not only are the local textile industry out of business, but it also loses clothing of their culture and they don't get to preserve that side of things. So that's not ideal, but also half the time they also don't want to be wearing our ripped t-shirts or our cut-off jeans that we don't want anymore, right? It's not an ideal situation. That's not great. And then the second option, sending it to the landfill, obviously not amazing as well because it's going to be decaying there for centuries and centuries to come. To put things further into perspective, 75% of our garments end up getting sent to the landfill. This figure is crazy and I thought it would really help ground us. This was taken from the Global Fashion Agenda and Boston Consulting Group's Pulse of the Fashion Industry Report. I actually recommend you go through it. You can Google it. It's a free PDF and I did use that resource a lot when I was writing the handbook too. So definitely check it out if you're um, wanting to learn more about the fashion industry and you really like facts. But that 75% figure is pretty astounding because, you know, lots of people think that it does go to someone in need or the clothing industry does take back programs so that they can recycle their clothes again. And yes, things like that are happening, but it's only about 1% of all the garments in circulation. So we really need to get our act together. And us as consumers, we need to take responsibility for our clothes. I'll say it again. We need to take responsibility. We were the ones that bought these clothes, brought it into our life, and now that it no longer quote-unquote sparks joy, we need to make sure that we do our duty so it doesn't go to the landfill and rot for centuries to come and outlive our time on earth. Now that you understand the why, I'll overview how you can take responsibility for your clothes and make sure it goes somewhere that isn't our landfills. Again, in the handbook, I go into this way more in depth and I cover not only clothing, but I talk about accessories, jewelry, handbags, backpacks, socks, shoes, underwear, all that jazz. But for the purpose of this podcast episode, I'm just going to tackle clothes because it is the biggest beast and I feel like it can help a lot of you guys. But if you want a comprehensive deep dive and you know a look into everything under the sun, then make sure you check out our handbook. I'll have it linked in the show notes. Okay, let's get into it. So for the clothing you no longer want because, you know, it doesn't fit anymore, it doesn't spark joy, there's a rip, there's a tear, etc. I want you to sort it into two piles. The first pile is going to be the good quality pile. So this is things that you think other people would wear. It could maybe use like tailoring or slight alterations, but generally it's things that are of good quality. The second pile is going to be your bad quality pile. So this could be things that had seen too many washes or it shrunk or there's a couple rips and tears in it. Make sure you sort everything into those two piles and then I'm going to explain what you can do with each pile. 
For your good quality clothing pile, there's a few things you can do and I'll walk through them now. First and foremost, you can ask your friends or family members if they'd like it. This is nice because you can give it to them for free or you can exchange or swap something with them. But again, it extends the life of the garment and someone else can enjoy it. So that's definitely a recommendation I have. Another suggestion I have is to sell it. You can sell this on Facebook Marketplace or you can sell it on Craigslist, whatever you want. But if someone's going to buy something off you, it means that they see value in it. So they're probably going to wear it because they spent money on it, right? And for you, what's nice about this option is that you get some extra cash too. And who doesn't love extra cash, right? So I think this is a great option as well. And if you're too lazy to try and sell it or meet up with people, totally fine. You can go to your local consignment store and you can give it to them. And they'll typically give you a portion of the sale maybe when it sells or they'll give you store credit and you can buy other things. But consignment's also a good way to go about this as well. Another fun way to do it is hosting a clothing swap. You can have your friends over, you can do it over wine, have some fun with it. If you're too lazy to organize one, you can also try to see if there's one in your community. Just look at Facebook or Eventbrite and see if there's a clothing swap you can attend. But those are always fun ways as well to bring things and go home with some new pre-loved items. After you've done all of those things and you still have a couple pieces that you can't seem to get rid of, but it's of decent quality, then you can bring it to a donation center. But this is the very last resort. Honestly, I feel like you can probably get rid of most of your clothes using the options of giving it to your friends or family members, selling it, or going to a clothing swap. But if you still have some things left over, you can bring it to a donation center. And I would recommend trying to find one that's more locally based versus a franchise because again, franchises have so many locations all over the world. So they typically are more established and people typically think of them more and they'll probably bring them more things. So I would recommend finding a local donation center that supports a population or cause that you care about and seeing if that donation center also puts out a list of things they look for. For example, here in Vancouver, we do have a downtown Eastside women's shelter and sometimes they will put out things that they actually need. And that's when I try to fill in those gaps if I have it in my wardrobe or if I have things lying around my house that they could use. Now let's move on to your bad quality pile. So for these items, there's also a few things you can do and I'll give you my recommendations. Firstly, I recommend you try to repair or fix the item if you can. So if it's a small rip or tear, definitely either sew it back together yourself or you, know, you can look up a tutorial on the interwebs or you can send it to your local tailor. But firstly, you should try to fix it and then once it's fixed and it's kind of back into the good quality pile, then you can use one of the options that I just talked about. However, if the item really can't be salvaged, there's a couple things you can do. You can upcycle or downcycle the item. Upcycling means adding value to the item to bring it back to life, if you will. Downcycle means degrading the value to be able to divert it from the landfill. So let me give you an example. Once there was a black dress that I really liked, but I accidentally tore the bottom half of it. It snagged on something. And what I ended up doing was just cutting it so it turned into a black t-shirt and that's how I was able to upcycle it. Another example is a friend of mine had a denim jacket she really, really liked. However, she wore it so much that she actually tore it a little bit in the back. And so what she ended up doing is putting a patch on it. And now the denim jacket looks super cool. It's worn down and she has patches on the back. 
and that's how she was able to salvage her favorite jacket. For downcycling, if you have portions that have ripped like I did, you can put it into pillows because I feel like pillows always do fluff and they can always use more stuffing, so that's an option. Another one that's really common is to turn things into rags. If you have a sock that got a hole in it, you can flip it inside out and use it as a rag to wipe things down in your house. Beyond fixing it though, upcycling or downcycling the item, see if the company that you bought the garment from has a take back program. There's some brands that will actually take back the garment and they will upcycle or downcycle it for you. Or sometimes if it's made out of good quality natural materials, they can try to make something new with it or turn it into kids clothing. Examples of some brands are like Eileen Fisher or even here in Vancouver, one of my clients, Novel Supply Co., who is actually going to be coming onto the podcast soon, which is really exciting. She has a take back program too, where she takes all the adult clothes that she gets back. She turns it into kids clothes, which is really cool. If the garment is made out of a natural fiber, so for example, cotton, hemp, or linen, you can theoretically compost it by digging a hole in your backyard and just putting in the hole. I personally do this with my 100% cotton socks that have way too many holes and I can't turn it into a rag anymore. Or even for socks that you turn into a rag and it just becomes too disintegrated, just compost it in your backyard. After you have gone through all of these options and you still have those couple of pieces that you can't seem to get rid of, that's where donation bins come into play. So I don't recommend that you donate bad quality items to donation centers because they get so much stuff that's of decent quality already that chances are if they get a bad quality item, it's probably just getting tossed. So avoid sending bad quality items to donation centers. Instead, send it to donation bins. These bins are different from the centers because they are incentivized to send materials to at home because that's how they get paid. So theoretically speaking, if they send something to the landfill, they won't get paid. But again, they get a lot of stuff too. So this should be your absolute last resort after you have tried to fix it, upcycle it, downcycle it, see if there's a take back program or compost it. And that's it. That's how you dispose of your good quality and bad quality piles. Although this might be more tedious for you because you're not just simply dropping something off at a donation center, but you're actually going through everything and trying to find it at home, I really urge you to take the time to do this because again, we need to take responsibility for the clothes that we brought into our life. Although this process might be slightly painful, I hope it also does help you realize that the next time before you buy something, you should really think about if you need it and you want to bring it into your life because eventually you may have to get rid of it again and do this process all over again. So that's just another good thing to have in the back of your mind. If you want a deeper dive into how to dispose of clothes or you're now curious about what to do with unwanted jewelry or shoes or even undergarments, make sure you check out our handbook. It's available at www.recloseted.com backslash handbook, or you can click the link in the show notes. The handbook has six sections, and it's not just about how to ethically and properly dispose of your clothes. That's just one section of it. The first section is actually an overview of the harmful fashion industry, and we did touch on parts of that in our last episode, in episode two. So if you haven't listened to that yet, make sure you check it out. The overview of the fashion industry is the first part. 
In the second part, I talk about your personal style, and it's not just a style quiz where you do it and it pops out that you're boho chic or what have you. We actually get scientific about the lifestyle that you have and making sure that you have pieces for, you know, working out or going to a corporate job or hanging out with friends on the weekend. So we get a little bit more scientific with it. The third section is all about disposing and decluttering your wardrobe. So it's stuff that we've talked about in this section. And again, like I mentioned, I take concepts from Marie Kondo that I like, and I also include my own tried and true strategies. The fourth section is dedicated to maintaining your wardrobe. So now that you've decluttered and ethically disposed of everything, how do you organize what's left so that you know exactly what's in your closet? But also, how do you wash and maintain it so that you don't shrink or ruin or snag your garments? I think that's really important too. In the fifth section, we talk about sustainable fashion shopping. So I discuss what materials are good. We talk about natural and synthetic fibers, and we do a really, really comprehensive deep dive. I'm definitely going to be talking about materials on this podcast as well. But beyond materials, I also talk about sustainable fashion brands that I support. Because I know in today's day and age, greenwashing is everywhere and you don't know which brands to support with your dollars. So I've done the research for you and it's in the handbook. In the last section, so the sixth section, we had a little bit of fun with it and we did the 10 by 10 capsule lookbook challenge. So we took 10 pieces and we made 10 outfits and we had three different models. I was one of them, which is kind of cool. I'm definitely not a model, but I had some fun with it. And that's just to give you inspiration and show you that you can have a minimal wardrobe but still have a lot of different outfits. This handbook really is your comprehensive blueprint to becoming a conscious clothing consumer. So again, if you're interested in getting it and checking it out, www.recloseted.com backslash handbook or click the link in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope that you learned something and I hope that you will take responsibility for your clothes. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. That way, it'll be automatically downloaded every time we release a new episode, which will be every single Thursday. Lastly, it would mean the world to us if you could help us spread the sustainable fashion message. All you gotta do is take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast episode on your phone. Then you can upload that screenshot onto Instagram stories and you can tag us at Recloseted. If you don't want to do that, you can just tell your friends or family members to check out our podcast, which is called Recloseted Radio, as you probably know. And we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. I hope you have a great rest of your week, and I will talk to you guys again in the next episode.